0: This is the Reading Instruction Show. I am your host, Dr. Andy Johnson, but we are taking a detour. We're looking at action research. This is a great strategy to use for teacher professional development. Today, we are looking at the specific steps. The last podcast looked at descriptors of action research. Now, the steps of an action research project are going to be described here, but note that it is a recursive process. It does not always proceed in linear fashion. So some of the steps that I describe may need to be repeated several times or they may have to be done in different orders. But these are the steps. Step one, ask a question, identify a problem, or select a research topic. This is the first step in an action research project. You need to decide what to study. So here the action researcher asks a question, you identify a problem or you define an area of interest for exploration within your learning environment. Step number two, set the problem or research topic in a theoretical context. This means doing a review of the literature. Here professional journals, books, and other professional resources are examined to see what others have found out or have to say about your research topic. Relating the action research topic to current theories or research lends credibility and provides a theoretical context for your findings. This also enables you to link theory and research directly to what is happening in your learning environment. Finally, grounding your action research project in a solid theoretical context helps to understand the phenomena being observed. Now, there are two approaches that can be taken to doing a lit review. The first approach is to do the review of literature before you begin collecting data. Besides setting the study in a theoretical context, the literature might also be useful to help you formulate the question, refine the pedagogical method to be studied, or provide ideas for collecting data. Now, the second approach to doing a lit review is to review the literature as the data is being reported and the conclusions are being drawn. Here, the literature is related to each of your concluding points. Now, as stated above, there's a certain amount of freedom in organizing an action research project. However, the onus is on you to create a credible and coherent report that is grounded in a theoretical context. Linking the action research project to research-based theories and previous research does this. Step number three, make a plan for data collection. In a research report, this is known as methodology. Here you address the following. What data are going to be examined? How is it going to be collected? And how often will it be collected? Now, action research is a systematic observation. Thus, the elements of data collection must be determined before the research begins. Number four, begin to collect and analyze the data. After you have identified at least two kinds of data, the data collection process begins. As data are collected, they are analyzed. If you're doing a qualitative, collecting qualitative data, you look for themes and categories or patterns to emerge. This initial analysis often influences further data collection by providing insight as to what sorts of things to look for. Step five is, if necessary, allow the question or problem to change as data are collected. Action research is a dynamic, ever-changing process. It is very common to change teaching strategies, sources of data, or even the focus of the study as data are being collected. This is acceptable as long as the change and the reason for change fully described when you are reporting your action research step five if necessary allow oops I'm sorry that was step five step six analyze and organize the data if data have been analyzed and organized as it was collected this should be the final step of an ongoing process in analyzing data it needs to be established how many total things were recorded, how many categories or kinds of things there are, and how many things are in each category. For qualitative data, analytic induction is the process that's used here. Number seven, make conclusions and recommendations. The next step is to interpret the data or tell what the data means. Based on the data, what conclusions can be drawn? Recommendations are then made based on the conclusions. Here the research question is answered or the problem is addressed. Also, as stated in Step 2, some action researchers include their review of the literature at this point in order to set their conclusions in a theoretical context. Step 8, create a plan of action. This is the action in action research. Based on conclusions and recommendations, a plan of action is created. Moreover, as the plan of action is implemented, it will need to be evaluated as to its effectiveness. Thus, the action research cycle continues. And Step number nine, report your findings. This is where the facts or findings are presented, either in writing or in some form of a professional presentation. To be recognized by your school or district as a legitimate form of professional development, you should be expected to produce some form of product or performance. This could be a written report or a scholarly paper or some type of presentation. Now ideas for this will be described in a further uh, podcast. So the nine steps for action research. Number one, ask a question, identify a problem, or select a research topic. Number two, set the problem or research topic in a theoretical context. Number three, make a plan for data collection. Number four, collect data, begin to collect data and analyze it. Step five, if necessary, allow the question or problem to change as you're collecting the data. Number six, analyze and organize the data. Number seven, make conclusions and recommendations. Number eight, create a plan of action, and number nine, report your findings. These are the steps of action research.